Hi, everybody, and welcome to Humanity First. Um, a little bit later in the show, we're going to have um, Roy Jarvie, who is one of our persons served, come on the show. And uh, Roy is an incredibly entertaining person uh, who's going to talk a little bit about what it's like to be on the Person Served Advisory Board, which is a group of persons served that meet on a monthly basis to talk about issues that range from um, human rights uh, through to um, conditions of buildings, uh, through to um, uh, food and all sorts, on all of those things in between. And of course, every month we give awards out to our person served as well. And he's just a real stalwart of that group. So looking forward to having him on. Um, but in terms of what's been going on this week, um, it's been another busy week in terms of um, in terms of the pandemic. And we were informed of a new variant, which has been found in um, in Europe this week, which is the Omicron. Um, and I have uh, Chris Ryan along with me. Hello, today. Peter. Hi, Chris. How are you doing? Phenomenal. And uh, talk about that a little bit. First of all, where does the name Omicron come from? So I don't know exactly. And that's one of the first things that uh, you should always admit when you do not know. <laughs> I could have gone along and tried to make something up. But from what I understand, there's a group of uh, scientists, whether it's the World Health Organization or uh, somewhere else, where they um, identify the variant and then go about uh, giving it a, a name. I remember the last one was like the Mu variant. And they initially called this one NU, so I thought it was going to be the new variant, but then it became the Omicron variant. So I don't know exactly how they name the different variants, but I assume it comes from uh, World Health Organization or somewhere. Yeah, it must be. And uh, apparently it hasn't been detected in the United States yet, but people are thinking it's probably already here. Is that right? Yeah, Dr. Fauci um, on, I believe it was Face the Nation on Sunday, said that the variant uh, is most likely here at this point in time, but um, you know did not have direct evidence to indicate that it it was. And basically now it, it's about figuring out you know exactly the extent and severity of this. You know, initially there was a panic on the stock market. I didn't even know the stock market was open on Black Friday until I started to get notification after notification of stocks yeah, plummeting. Tumbling. And I'm like, something's going on here. <laughs> and, um, you know, it was the uh, reports and concerns about the new variant and how uh, European nations were reacting. The United States uh, decided under President Biden to uh, ban travel from eight African nations, which is where the uh, variant has been um, detected in the largest numbers so far. But there's only been over 100 or so cases. So there's not a lot known as to the severity of the the variant. Um, there is a whole wide range of thought about whether this is a good thing or a bad thing. If this is not severe and becomes a a dominant variant, then um, potential exists for it to work its way through society and for um, the COVID concern to actually be less, or it could be something that is worse. (laughs) There's a lot that is unknown at this point. But what we do know is the COVID numbers are rising significantly Mm -hmm. as folks go indoors. And the main method of addressing this continues to be the vaccine. And um, that is the, the push from you know, all different walks, um, even as, you know, the uh, president's vaccine mandate, whether it's for federal workers or for um, for entities with employees over 100, um, even as those uh, that mandate gets struck down in court um, over the last couple of uh, weeks, um, that's remains the, the push is for folks to 
take it upon themselves to get vaccinated. Yeah, and of course, that's the, that's what we would want. And we have always said here at BAMSI that um, from a public health point of view, the best way out of this um, is to be vaccinated. And I think about, you know, um, cruise liners are now saying that uh, even children have to be vaccinated. And I think we've talked about this on the show before, that probably the um, for-profit industries and entertainment and, you know, the things that people like doing will probably dictate more vaccine, more people getting vaccinated than anything else, because you you are not going to be able to live your life as fully as you can. Uh, could if you were vaccinated and I, I think I said last week I was in New York uh, visiting my son and you could not go into any building without a vaccine card the, the, the evidence is fairly clear from the CDC that the more vaccinated people are the less people are going to die and the more people are vaccinated uh, the less we're going to get uh, these new variants that pop up every now and again and, and put us in limbo um, and I'm sorry to have to uh, mention New York again uh, in this area, but in New York, I think they've gone back into emergency operating procedures as a state uh, because of the worries that they have, not about the new uh, Omicron, but about the uprising uh, in numbers um, of the, the last variant. Um, so just a little reminder that we're not, we're not through the last variant. We're still dealing with that. Yeah, and you know the the concern now is not just the amount of cases, but the hospitalizations. Where New Hampshire, as an example, has the most hospitalizations they've had at any point during the pandemic, and those numbers are expected to continue to rise. And there's you know, capacity concerns, and same in Vermont, uh, Massachusetts has seen a rise in cases as well. So. You know the the question remains: you know, Are we going to see this continue to get worse through the course of the winter? And how much um, you know are there going to be capacity issues? And you mentioned executive orders. One of those things, or emergency orders. One of those things is limiting non-emergency um, medical procedures, and that was part of what is taking place in New York. So yeah, I think that um, the. The wait and see approach is the best thing on the Omicron variants. You know, there's been, as it has been through the course of the pandemic, one side which is, you know, um, gets fired up, the other side gets fired up, then there's the middle, and you wonder where the middle is going to react. And after it took place in the stock market, and, you know, just talking with people anecdotally over the weekend, there was a lot of not panic, but like, this, this may be, we may be all going back to the lockdown again. Um, the president thought, was calm and um, appropriate in his remarks, you know, in that there's no need for panic. He, did, uh, he actually said, don't panic. Yeah, <laughs> don't panic. <laughs> um, and I thought that that was, that was appropriate. So, yeah, I mean, there's so many different things at play, and it's always interesting to see the um, interchange between Fauci's remarks and Biden's remarks because Fauci's job as director of the, uh, of the NIH is f- purely based upon health, where Biden has to weigh, you know, the collective health of society from a economic, educational, and um, physical and mental health standpoint, and has to be a little bit different. Where you know the CDC will say will yell at you for drinking too much Coca Cola mm-hmm. on a daily basis, where it, there is strictly a health focused approach. Mm-hmm. Um, so that interchange is always interesting, and Biden's was I thought a more level, fact based um, approach to the variant. Do you think just just sort of speaking about the 
the mental health of the of the country. You know, it's interesting, isn't it? Because although the, many people are vaccinated, you touched on it a minute ago, but people are just looking down the barrel of a lockdown at the moment. And I'm not sure that people are in a state where they're just, that's going to be okay. Yeah, or in one way or another, people that are saying, I'm not doing a lockdown mm-hmm. and they can come they can come and lock me down yeah. if they're going to do so. And others that are saying, oh, we need to have one. We need to have one. This is the spread is, you know. So there's... There's those two different sides. Again, you know, I think that that's roughly 20% of the population on both sides. And then you have the 60% in the middle. And they look for certain signs and they look to the president. They look to the stock market. They look to their friends, their family and social media. And they're like, what does this mean? And they gauge it. But, you know, I the, the common sense I would say amongst the most people is that people want to avoid – a a lockdown unless this is something like you know the plague basically where it's we have a lot more tools in our toolbox the the vaccine um, with it being an mRNA vaccine the potential to alter it mm-hmm. to uh, to address this particular variant so I think that unless for the for the most part of society they want to move forward um, do the appropriate things make the decisions that they want to make for them and their families. Unless, you know, this becomes something where it is dire and necessary in order to um, keep people alive in mass numbers, um, not to minimize, you know, the folks that have have died or no loved one that has died during the course of this. And there have been 700,000 people Mm -hmm. died, which is a significant number, Mm -hmm. but, um, you know, a higher percentage rate of um, lethality. Yeah. Well, I mean, we have to remember that that the, that that is diminished by the num- the percentages of people who are getting vaccinated. So, thanks, Chris. And uh, as we said before, Roy Jarvis up next. Yeah, and you can enjoy your conversation here with Roy. I am really excited today to um, to introduce a very special guest on our Humanity First. Um, um, podcast. And this actually is a first for BAMSI, which I'm really excited about because we have Roy Jarvi with us, uh, who is a resident of our West Street program in Bridgewater. Um, but that's not just the story about Roy Jarvi. Roy is a member of our Person Served Advisory Committee, which meets every month on a Thursday night. In fact, I think, Roy, we're meeting this Thursday, aren't yeah. we? Yeah. Great to have you with yeah, us. Thank you. Um, and thank you for agreeing to come and talk about some of the things that you're up to, because I know that you're a man of many hidden talents as well, one of which I think is, um, is, an, is an artist. And I'd, I'd like yeah. to ask you a few no, questions about yeah. that. Um, but let's, uh, let's begin with a few questions so that people know a little bit about, the, uh, about Roy Jarvie. Um, so how many years have you been at West Street and Bridgewater? Oh, maybe seven, eight but seven or eight years? Yeah. Oh, uh, seven. Seven years. Okay. And, uh, and in that time, you have represented um, your, um, your fellow colleagues on the Person Service Advisory Board. For how long? How long have you been on the advisory uh, board? Maybe three years, four years. Three or four years? Four years. Well, let me start by saying thank you for your service because yeah. it's an incredibly important position that you hold. Yeah. Um, and maybe we can talk about what that means, Roy. Um, first of all, I'm going to ask you, how did you hear about the Person Served Advisory Board? Uh, Gil just came one day at my house and to talk, I guess, to talk to uh, 
that's the start there. And she asked if I wanted to be on there, and I said yes. Yeah. So I just started going there, and it, it was pretty good. We talked about uh, getting people for Dave Shea Awards and stuff like that. And yeah, and you know, one of the things that maybe I should or we should describe what the Person Served Advisory Board does because BAMSI is an organization that has – you know, probably about 100 and dif- 120 different programs, um, yeah. and there's residential programs of which you're in one of those, and, and there are about 90 of those programs, yeah. um, but also a lot of community services. And we have a board of directors, mm-hmm. and they meet on a Thursday as well. But one of the things I think that um, years ago people felt was that, you know, our person served really need a voice. They need mm. to be able to speak to some of the things that affect them on a daily basis. Oh, yeah. And that's really what the Person Service Advisory Board has done, right, over the past few years. Yeah. yeah. And you've been a really big part of that. Yeah. Um, and, and I also had volunteer at the uh, gala. Oh, did you? Yeah, for like four years maybe. Yeah, and we would have done that uh, last year as well, but something happened. I remember? know, the coronavirus <laughs> messed that up. That's right, we weren't able to do it, but um, you know, hopefully we'll get back to something like that uh, yeah. in, in terms of normalcy. Um, you know, one of the things that the Person Served Advisory Board does is uh, gives out awards. Yeah, people. we give out awards, and I'm getting one this year, <laughs> this month. December. Tell me about that. What is that? We, the ones that uh, we're doing the Christmas cards, painting the Christmas cards, we we all get an award for being creative, mm-hmm. and that's what was the uh, thing for uh, the day share awards for the, in December was creative. So we all get an award for being creative. Well, I have to say, Roy, and I'm not just saying that because you're here, but you're picture was really fantastic and i know i'm pretty sure it's been chosen for one of the pictures on yeah the, it was on the uh on the told me. Cards. yeah um mm. just so everybody knows in the for full disclosure my painting did not get chosen <laughs> and i don't feel particularly good about that roy but <laughs> but when i saw your card and your picture and put it next to mine i understood why you won so congratulations there uh, you and those mm. cards um do you know what we're going to be doing with those cards send them up to uh Yep, they're going out to staff, they're going out to uh, our board. Our board is going to be sending them out to people in the community. Uh, So I would imagine there's going to be hundreds and hundreds of eyeballs that look at that picture mm -hmm. that, that that you painted. So congratulations for that. Thank you. And, you know, one of the things about BAMSI that we've been trying to do is tell our story about this yeah. organization. And you're probably in the best position to tell that story about BAMSI. So anything you want to say about the staff? And I know that uh, well, one uh, of the staff are in here staff today. Staff at my house are pretty good. They, they help us and they try to help us to help ourselves. They said we should be able to help ourselves. Because we're capable enough to help ourselves, so they want us to help ourselves much as possible, and they encourage that. And um, for people who is able to do it, 
So they push you a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how, how does but that push in the right direction? Yeah. Not, yeah. not in the mean way. Right, right. You know, in, in the right direction, you know, to help out and stuff. Can you think of, and this might be tough, but can you think of an example of when you felt pushed in the right direction? It's feel it's feel good because you're trying to help yourself to do things to uh, make yourself better. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe someday be on your own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't be on your own, you have to be able to know how to do things. Yeah. And how does that feel for you when that happens and you actually do that and, you know, you're an advocate and you're on the advisory board? You're all over the place, actually. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, that brings me to another thing that you've been involved with. You're a busy man um, in terms of making the um, of the video uh, recently. And you did yeah, that. the uh, – have I um, – the uh, – Comcast advertisement. Yeah, and that's going to be on the TV. I think it might be already on the TV on Comcast or maybe next week. Um, yeah, first of the December every day. And I think that's going to be, yeah, that's right. And so, uh, again, people are going to see you. I've seen the video. Do you want to t- tell me what, what that was like being a, a movie star? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I need some moolah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe somebody would hire me as a actor or something. Yeah, maybe. I mean, not, uh, not actor, I mean uh, advertisement. Oh, yeah, to do an ad. Well, this is what you're doing, actually. You're doing an advertisement for Bamsey's services. Yeah, but I mean for other things. <laughs> oh, for money. Money, money, money. That's all that counts, money, money, money. Yeah, I don't think that was in the original conversation. <laughs> so tell me, what was it like? Was it stressful doing the, doing the video? No, not really. A little bit, but not yeah. like. yeah. Did you did you dress up? No. <laughs> it was, I should have. <laughs> Can you tell us what you said in the video? Uh, I'm just saying, uh, talking about how I had came to BMZ, um, what it's like to be at BMZ, how everybody gets along at BMZ, you know, the residents and stuff, and the, how the, the uh, vet, uh, staff treats us and how... How they help us and stuff and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, I want to take a minute to thank you for doing that because yeah. I know it's taken some time out of your day uh, when you could be doing something else. But we really appreciate you doing it, Roy. And uh, yeah. And you get, a lot of people are going to see that. Um, and I think the message is, is, is a wonderful one that we have yeah. great staff here that have really gone above and beyond, especially yeah. during the COVID um, uh, uh, pandemic as well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just sort of keeping people safe and, and making sure that everybody's okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to thank you for coming on the show. And oh, thank you. I'm hoping that you'll be able to um, come um, again um, mm-hmm. and, and let us know how we're doing. And um, and also give us an update on the Person Served Advisory Board. And I guess before we, before we finish, is there anything else you want to say to anybody who might be listening, who might be thinking about joining the Person Served Advisory Board? Um, I, I, I say that uh, if you would uh, like to join the advisory board, you can get, get a hold of Gil at Bamsey and at, uh, at Chrissy Drive and ask about joining. And we always could use more people, so yeah. it, it would be a good idea. And, and you would have fun. We have annual cookouts. 
and and we have food as every every month as well, right? Yeah, and every month we would, we have the meat and we would have a nice spread out dinner. <laughs> yeah, we had what? What did we have last month? Was it turkey? Last month, uh, Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, it was turkey and mashed potatoes. And I potatoes. think this month is that be Christmas dinner. Oh, is that right? I think. What's your favorite? Turkey ham. All right. We'll make sure that's on the menu. Yeah. <laughs> Roy, thank you so much for coming in. We really appreciate it. Yeah, you're welcome. All right, take care.